You're listening to the Rediscovering Biblical Manhood podcast. We're growing men who fear the Lord, but do not fear their identity in Christ. The enemy is hard at work in our fallen world. So come on, join us in fighting for the restoration of men's hearts through the church, the word, and our risen Savior, Jesus. Check one, check two. Jay and Chicky coming back at you. Rediscovering Biblical Manhood is back online, Jay. Welcome back. Yeah, good. It was back. To, we had a little fall break there. A lot of things were going on in both of our lives, but it's good to be back and re-engaged in talking about the journey of manhood. Back in the booth feels good, right? I think it's the longest break. So apologies for any listeners that were waiting each Friday for the drop of the episode, uh, but we are back. And today, Jay, we are back talking about the stages of manhood. The last episode we had in September of 2022 was around the beloved son. And today we step into a brand new stage of stepping towards manhood. Yeah, this is an important one because it sets up so much of the rest of a man's journey. And as a reminder, we're using John Eldridge's guide, his manhood stages that he lays out in his book, a series of books. But honestly, this is John Eldridge is, you know, I think he would probably, I'm not going to speak for John Eldridge, but I'm sure if he was here, he would tell you, this is not something he created. I mean, historically, he's looking back and just talking about the stages of manhood, and he's put some labels on them to help us. Uh, But really, honestly, this stage we're talking about today is critical because so many men uh, do not go through it properly, and it sets up the rest of your life as a man. Learning what your dad could never teach you, fathered by God, John Eldridge. We'll put the link in the show notes. And today, Jay, we are moving into the age, if you will, or stage of the cowboy. The cowboy. Yeehaw! (laughs) (laughs) So Eldridge describes this as where a young man must experience adventure and danger. Um, So when you think of cowboy, Jay, today in today's culture, in, in the paradigms that you've been given, what do you think when you think cowboy? I mean, obviously, I, I'm a, raised in the United States, so I think of, you know, the the 19th century Wild West. Obviously, when I think of cowboys, I think of rugged and tough, sleeping out under the stars, gunslingers, you know, bank robbers, good guys, bad guys. Yeah, I think of all that stuff. You know, I didn't have cowboys growing up in Australia, per se. We had the, uh, we had the countrymen. You think of... Um... Hugh Jackman in in the movie Australia, or you think of the man from Snowy River, they were the types of cowboys, but it was never the John Wayne type of cowboy that you have here in America. At least that was for me, my paradigms growing up. You know, that Wild West in the United States, that whole era, that whole genre, I mean, it's pretty wild time in world history. It's, you know, unique, new frontiers, but I got to imagine those, what did you call them? The, the ranges, the, the guys that were out there, the man from Snowy River, I said, is the movie that, that really sums yeah, it up. They, they must have been pretty tough guys, similar to the American Cowboys. Dude, imagine that Wolverine on a horse. Forget about it. <laughs> yeah, and I got to think that the Outback's even a little scarier than the American West was. So. Where everything can kill you. But in, in this stage that we're speaking to, Jay, we're really talking about the unfinished man looking for his own way in life. Um, the, the, the boy, I guess the age is Jay, what are we talking here? Like 13 ish where we're still bumping into things. We're pimply, we stink. Um, but it's the first time in our lives where we really get the opportunity to start to get things on our own and start to do things on our own. Yeah. And I think this stage is, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 
you know, you're moving through this cowboy stage on your way to warrior and then into lover and king and sage. And so this this is where you kind of find your identity as a man. You know, you're transitioning from boyhood to manhood. You're going through puberty. You're getting taller, stronger. You're seeing women for the first time. You're you're understanding adventure in a different way from from boyhood adventure, which is fun and exciting to I need a little danger and I, mm. I need a little bit of an epic. And, and, and I need my dad more than ever, you know, at this time in my life. So, Jay, let us pray. Um, it has been a little bit of a gap between breaks. I just want to make sure that we bring this under authority. So, Heavenly Father, thank you for this discussion. Lord, today for our listeners who are listening to this for the first time or perhaps jumping back into the booth with Jay and I, Lord, I, I ask that you send your Holy Spirit to them to give them ears to hear, eyes to see if they're driving. And at the same time, we also ask that everything that Jay and I speaks brings you glory. We say all of this in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So credibility-wise, Jay, I know that personally for you um, and for the listeners, if you didn't realize, you know, Jay, Jay's got a cowboy in his house right now. I do. I do have a cow. In fact, I was – and we've had some uh, challenges this summer with our cowboy. But he's he's learning and growing, and I'm excited. He's 15. And 2023 is really going to be his vision quest year. So he and I need to sit down this fall and plan that out, how we're going to think about that. And I'm thinking about, you know, I have an older son who's already into his warrior stage now. I think we did a good job with him, but there's things that I want to do differently this time around with my second son. And, and, he's, and he needs more and different things from me than my older son did. So credibility-wise, you've got you've – got... You've got the experience. You've got the resume now with the with the son moving through the or moved through the cowboy and one in it. Walk us through, Jay. What are some of your thoughts when it comes to whether it's raising a, a cowboy or just as a man? If you have not, maybe even left the stage of cowboy, what what do we have to do? Well, I think first we have to go back and examine our own cowboy stages, man. You know, the, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I don't generally like to lump us all together, but. Most men did not get initiated, especially Western civilization and American men did not get initiated properly through their cowboy stage. My own cowboy stage had some really good things in it, but a lot of bad. And many men never recover from that. And to your point, they store to stay stuck in cowboy and it just transitions to I'm living for Saturday football or Sunday football or sports or I start... I start living for things where I, I, I never mature through that. And my life becomes about uh, capturing the beauty in the wrong way because the cowboy is noticing her for the first time. I never move beyond that. I get stuck in porn or I get stuck in affairs or I, I, I don't know how to love my own woman well. You know, I, I'm living for inappropriate adventures for the stage of life I'm in or I'm just empty or I'm a timid man now because I never got through this or I got bullied going through this. I mean, there's so much in our own story. So before mm. we could, you know, really like initiate our own sons, if you have sons through the cowboy stage, all of us as men need to go back and examine our cowboy stage. If you had a dad who got this right, give thanks to God. Your Praise. life is your life is probably on a really different path. And you're you're kind of wondering like, what are you talking about? Those are some of the greatest years of my life. Most men in America did not go through this stage properly. They went through it improperly initiated with the wrong mentors and that has impacted their life in really, really tragic ways. So many great examples there, Jay. Thank you. So bring us back then. You, you started with the initiated. 
is that is that the boy's job? Is that the dad's job? Is that the mentor's job? Like, what does initiated mean? So a boy cannot initiate himself. Chiki, we went back and talked about this, geez, all the way in our third episode, I think, of this podcast. And we've lost this art. And so for eons in every civilization, men initiated boys. A boy cannot initiate himself. A man and a woman cannot initiate a boy. And and I'm not Man, single mothers do so much, and unfortunately, we force so many of them in this society, and they try hard, but a woman cannot initiate a man into manhood. It cannot happen. So either the father has to do it, or hopefully a mentor steps in, but in most cases, neither of those things happen. The beauty of that book you mentioned, Father by God, is John Eldridge goes back and gives an example of there is a man who's willing to do it if you invite him into that story. God will step into the gap, and he will initiate you through the cowboy stage at any age you are. So I don't care if you're in your 47 like me or your 50s or 60s. If this stage got missed, God will take you back. I, and I had to go on that journey. I had a good dad. He got some things right in this stage, but there was a lot of things that didn't get right. And, and, and while I was raised in a quote unquote Christian home, I was not raised in the Lord. And there's a passage of scripture that I think lays this out really well. Proverbs 22, 6, start children off on the way they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. And for me, I think about this as, as raising a boy in Christ, in his manhood, so that as he passes through the cowboy stage, he is prepared for what is coming. I mean, what did Jesus do? He found 12 men, and before he released them to the world, he took them into the wilderness, and he initiated them. He initiated them as disciples, and then he sent them out. And then, and only then, did he go to the cross when he knew those men were ready to take his message to the rest of the world. Unreal. Unreal. Jay, I was when when you were saying a man cannot initiate himself, um, the first thing that popped into my head was uh, Samuel, for some reason, and the bear and the lion. And I'm wondering, I know that Samuel was uh, sorry, that David was under God in the book of Samuel, when he was encountering the bear and the lion. Is that God initiating David, do you think? Because I, I see that that was a, a big rite of passage in his journey. Yeah, and David, you know, contextually is in a time where he would have been likely raised in a very religious home, so God would have been the center of life. You can clearly see from his story that his dad didn't think much of him, so I think you can make the assumption that David's dad wasn't really initiating him. He didn't even think to bring him to the lineup when Samuel was, you know, looking for the anointed one, but God did initiate David in the wilderness. I think we can make that assumption, and, and you see that play out, not really in his initiation. But you see it play out when, you know, when, when David comes down to face Goliath, he's probably somewhere between 15 and 17 years old. And you see the initiation of God all over him because he's zealous for God. So you see his religious, he's like, who's that guy talking against the God of Israel? I don't know. Well, that guy's got some guts. And what are you, yo-yo, standing around? And then somebody challenges him and he's like, hold up, hold up. I've killed bears and lions. Like, this fool's not going to talk this way about my God. I'm going down into the valley. So David had courage. He he was in his cowboy stage when he faced Goliath, but he was right also on the cusp of his warrior stage. And you see the two come together. I, it's such a beautiful story because you can absolutely believe that, you know, as a good Jewish boy, David was spending those long nights in the wilderness with his sheep, talking to God and walking with God and thinking about God, and being initiated by God. And he had courage because God did not fail him when he faced the lion. 
and the tiger and the bear and whatever else. Oh, my. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine being 15, 16 years old and you live your you live your life under the stars every night in the mountains of Judea? Like who knows what David faced and the fears he faced every night. He could only have relied on God to get him through that. And when time came to face Goliath, he was completely prepared. So good. And I, I'm going to bring this back up next week when we hit Warrior as well, because there's definitely a distinct um, back and forth and you can see it. And and maybe next week we'll actually read for Samuel where, where this happens to, to make those distinctions. But Jay, I want to bring us back to what you said, which was this idea of men that get stuck in the rut of cowboy and never actually leave or never truly enter that stage. When you said college football, I was like, wow, you know, there are so many, at least in our area. I mean, we're SEC, baby, and everything on Saturdays usually points towards college football if you speak to one person or another. There are some men that have left the cowboy but still get sucked back in. I'm, I'm curious for you, when, when you talked about that person that's in hibernation or not maybe not hibernation, but that person that's that's stuck in the stage of cowboy, like what's next? Once we figure that out, what's next? Generally, that man is that man's question has not been answered. In your cowboy stage, this is largely where you need to start getting your question answered, which is, a variation of, do I have what it takes? Mm-hmm. And I realize I'm a man now. I have some sort of power. Am I powerful? And so if I don't get initiated correctly, well, why do I love watching college football and getting so crazy about it? I mean, you can say, well, come on, guys, don't be ridiculous. We just love sports. Ah, look deeper. Look deeper into your soul. How do you feel when you watch that? How do you feel when you're engaged in the game? Why do so many men get lost in pornography? Because guess what? They get to engage a beauty they may have never been able to approach in real life. And she loves him and he feels powerful every time he watches it and his brain is getting saturated in that. Or I feel powerful when I watch football because I can make calls and I can yell at the ref and I know the strategy. You know, I'm coaching from the couch, whether it's football, baseball, whatever. I am I am exercising the power that makes me feel like a man. And guess what? God created you as a man. You are powerful you are a warrior like you're designed that way the lord is a warrior and the lord is his name that is scripture and that is laid upon your very soul and dna as a man that doesn't mean fighting and this and that and all this stupid stuff power represents itself in a lot of ways but make no mistake as a man you are looking for your power man (laughs) you opened up a couple of of thoughts for me as you as you're doing this I'm, i'm i'm thinking back into my history, Jay, and I'm thinking about my dad, who I love very much. And I got to speak for the first time in almost a month last night as well. My dad got really sick this summer, which he's a superhero of mine. So it breaks my heart when I hear that he's not the superhero that he once was for me. And I was thinking back, Jay, like who, and maybe listeners, just take a time to reflect. I'm going to throw a couple of statements at you, Jay, and I'd love your response as well, one by one, um, or maybe at the end as a wrap. But I think of, you know, we were just speaking about David, like who was the person that initiated you regarding the learning of courage when you face fear? Like who was the person that helped you through the rite of passage? Forget driver's license. Think of this. Think as a man, the rite of passage regarding obscurity. You know, who of you when it came when it came to your life and you growing up in the cowboy stage threw you through the rite of passage regarding financial lack or not having finances or needing finances and where where do you sit right now in regards to your family's finances and then when it comes to adversity again who ran you through the rite of passage 
of what to do when you ask God for something and you receive silence from heaven? Like who walked you through, who matured you to understand what to do when God is not answering your prayers? And and I guess umbre- the umbrella over all of this is the dependence of God, rite of passage in your walk of faith. Like there are so many different rites of passages that are spiritual compared to necessarily the um, the culture that we live in and we may define as rite of passage that I reflect on, wow, my uncle helped me with that. My dad definitely did that. My dad didn't do that. What about you, Jay? I mean, I think it's great. And to summarize what you just said, if you ask God, he will reveal to you the areas that need to be fathered in you. And if you ask God, he will send men to father those areas, or he will do it himself. I know for me on my journey, um, there were some big gaps that were missed, but a couple of things I got from my dad that I learned and are in my DNA. A man sticks. I learned this from my dad. A man sticks. He went through some pretty bad adversity in his late 40s and 50s when I was in my cowboy stage. And what I learned about it is a man doesn't allow humility to drive him off. He sticks and he takes care of his family. At one point, my dad got like, four different jobs to support his family after spending most of his life as a senior executive. And I mean, in my mind, they felt like menial jobs. You know, here he is deep into his king stage and he's driving a bus and he's back to selling door to door. And this is the eighties and nineties, but he did it. So I learned, I learned from my dad, some grit, like, and, and that has carried me, my dad. And, and as I started coming of age and having my own children and realizing it, so you talked about it. I can ring off some, you said finances. I, I could have gotten that from my dad, but I refused to listen to him. But then when the, the fog cleared, I'll tell you who fathered me on finances, Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey did, just to be clear. 2004, first time I heard him, and I, and I was out of control with finances. And I thought, well, that's some crazy stuff that guy's talking about. I went and saw him live in 2004, shaved my head, drank the Kool-Aid. Okay, who who fathered me on some other things? i got to give John Eldridge a lot of credit. I came across his ministry in 2005, Red Wild at Heart. I've never been the same. And I got to give credit to God who brought different men into my life at different times to fill the gaps that got missed in my cowboy stage or to reorient and heal those gaps. And, and God will do that. And, and you, you just have to have the courage to ask what, what, and here's a powerful prayer. If you're willing to do it, I would invite you to say this, God, what gaps remain in my soul from my cowboy stage that need to be healed. Oh, he will show you. And once he does, write them down and then just start praying through God. I need a mentor. I need a friend. I need answers to help me in this state. How do I get healing on this? And that is that is the only way I know how to go back and heal. But here's something so powerful. God will heal that in you one way or another, and then it's done. And then it's done. And then you can move forward in the stage of life you're in now with so much more confidence, being able to answer the question, wow, it turns out I do have what it takes. So listeners, as we begin to turn the corner and wrap this episode, just as a, as a quick recap, the cowboy, the stage that we're talking about today is the unfinished man that's looking for his own way in life. And so therefore, if we're still bumping into things in this stage, um, it's the first time that we get the opportunity to do things on our own. I'm going to ask this week that we reflect, go all the way back to the 13 through, you know, 17 period. 
and and relive those moments of freedom. Relive those moments where mum and dad let go of your hand or you decided on your own to take things on your own and try them for your first time. Good or bad, good or bad. And then continue to reflect, you know, was somebody there to pull me out of the maybe the negative stuff or spiritually, what was it that you were trying on for the first time that you were feeling? I mean, I grew up in a Catholic school, Jay, and I remember my own initiation to become a Eucharistic minister. Now, for those people that have had Catholic experience, that's giving out the, the bread. Um, and I still remember the anointing, that, that, that one church that we were in and this overwhelming sense of spirit that came underneath me when we were told it is done, you know, it is finished, you are now a Eucharist, Eucharistic minister. And I turned to the Christian brother next to me and I said, what was that? And he, he winked and he said, that's the Holy Spirit, brother. That's the Holy Spirit. And so for me, that moment just resonates as every time I think of Holy Spirit, I feel that feeling. It is when I'm when I'm truly reflecting, I feel that feeling. And so listeners, what were those feelings for you, good or bad, growing up through the cowboy stage? Oh man, that's so beautiful. And you brought up the Holy Spirit. And that is who God is going to use to bring healing to you. The Holy Spirit. If you are a believer, and this this podcast is aimed at believers men who want to grow in their biblical manhood. The Holy Spirit longs and yearns to be invited on this journey with you. I promise you, if you ask, Jesus is even now interceding for you with the Father. God knows the areas of your life that need to be healed. He knows. He knows what got missed. He knows. He already knows. He already knows. And he wants to tell you. So our prayer for you this week, if you have the courage to do it, is go back and ask, what in my cowboy stage was right? And celebrate the man or men or women or whoever helped you with that, whoever formed you in that. And then ask the question, if you're so willing, Lord, what is missing from my cowboy stage that needs to be healed? And the Holy Spirit will reveal. And God will take you on a journey of healing if you want to go. So let's pray us out this week, Chica. Lord, thank you for this conversation. You got passionate, God. We didn't expect that. But we want to see healing. But Lord, you know that the world is just suffering from a deficit of men who have been fully formed, and it is causing chaos across the globe. And so we just pray now that you would raise up an army of finished men, finished men who are going to go to battle for you, for the souls of the boys and the girls and the women in this world. On your behalf, Jesus, it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Amen. And to all of our listeners out there, if this is an episode you need to throw at one of your friends because you know that they're still yeah in the cowboy stage, put it on, share it on your share it on your phone, share it on your computers. We'll see you next week.